Welcome to the Canine PT Academy podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So today is a is an episode that actually ties up with an episode that was just released with the online pet health uh, community with the Vet Rehab Podcast with Megan Kelly. Their episode just came out uh, yesterday, okay, and it was an episode where I was uh, very happy to be a guest again, where we talked about a lot about like mindset, but more specifically tying up to my upcoming uh, presentation at the Vet Rehab Summit that is happening uh, November 12th. Okay. Well, November 10th, 11th, but 12th is the, the big day where they have a lot of live speakers, you know, going on, you know, worldwide. And my lecture there is going to be titled, When Your Best Wasn't Good Enough, Overcoming Criticism to Achieve Excellence. And we talked uh, uh, on that podcast uh, more about some of the things that goes along with our mindset, with how we handle things. And I would highly recommend you to go and listen to the podcast. We're going to put the link to it on the show notes for you guys if you haven't had the chance to listen to it yet. And also, we're going to put the link to the Vet Rehab Summit as well. It is a terrific event. I think it's like the fifth or sixth year in a row that they have it. And each year, they have a central theme. Uh, you know, that kind of like helps guide the different lectures, the different things going on with it. And this year is much centered around that, around how to approach things from a mindset perspective, which for you guys who have been listening to me, you know how much I think that that is really, really important for anyone in this field. That's why I'm very excited to talk about how we overcome criticism uh, to all the rehab therapists out there. But definitely when it comes to us who are business owners who uh, sometimes can just feel so alone uh, in what we're doing it can feel so isolating because you know we don't have necessarily like a community of other canary head business owners that under understands us that uh, gets us and are able to kind of like help us figure it out things together and that's you know, by the way, one of the things that I love about my my incubator community, my students, my mentees, is that we're really creating something, you know, really cool where we can help support and we have people, uh, uh, we have veterinarians, we have physical therapists, you know, from all over, they're part of the community. But what I wanted to do for today's podcast is take one little thing that I discussed with Megan Kelly and discuss that a little bit more in depth because it was something that was already actually on my list of potential topics to discuss with you all. And I thought that discussing that today would be very fitting for that podcast episode and the, my upcoming lecture at the Vet Rehab Summit, which is the difference between self-belief and self-confidence, okay? And like I said, that applies, I feel, to any facet of life, not just business ownership, but definitely, you know, I try to leverage our conversations, try to ledger, leverage my way of talking things into, you know, business ownership for you all, of course. Um, you know, and one thing that 
you know, probably most of you don't don't know me on a personal level yet, is that you might hear me talking right now, you might uh, see my lectures online, see, uh, you know, me presenting at the Vet Rehab Summit and, and think, oh my God, look at Fran, he's just so confident on himself. And that wasn't always the case at all. I was that teenager who was just very shy, who uh, really lacked that uh, uh, self-confidence. And playing sports, I played soccer at a very high level um, growing up in Brazil. That was something that, looking back at it, it really affected my performance. And it, it, if I was able to work on this kind of like mindset thing during that time, I feel like I would have uh, uh, been a better soccer player, a better goalie. I was a goalie. And... Um, and, and, and thinking back at it, it's just interesting because I remember people telling me, you know, coaches and and whatnot, that that I needed it to just get more uh, uh, self-confidence. That I, They were like, you're good at it, but you got to build your self-confidence. And I remember thinking to myself, like, where where is this confidence? Where do I go to get it? Because I was always the kind of person who... who got things done. If someone told me that I needed it to improve on, on, on you know... On a specific on a specific skill or something like that, I would just go and work on it and improve on it. But I was having a hard time improving my confidence because I was just like, where where do I go to get it? I don't know how to improve that. And that's something that, to be honest, it just started coming to me over the last like three four years or so. So it took me a good like almost twenty years basically to to figure this part out. You know, and that's what I wanted to share with you guys. And for me, what I've realized is that there is a difference between self belief and self confidence. So for me, self belief is about the belief that we have in ourselves. It's the belief that we have in our ability to, for example, be okay not knowing everything, but knowing that we can go and find the answers afterwards. It's a belief in our ability to understand our own limitations, either due to experience or to a knowledge gap or something like that, but knowing how to access the resources available to us. And that can come from people, from books, from forums, uh, groups, you know, a variety of different ways nowadays, and also about uh, our ability to understand our own strengths and how we can best help someone. And 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 for me, the way I look at it, self belief, it's more of a dichotomy. It's more of like, okay, we either have it or we don't have it. And that's something that I just realized later on, and I'm going to go back to it in a little bit because first, then I want to define what I mean by self-confidence. So for me, self-confidence is more of a continuum rather than a dichotomy. And we can oscillate along that continuum on the, on the continuum depending on the days, the weeks, or the months, or even the year potentially. Meaning that we're going to go through ups and downs depending on what's going on in our lives, both personally and professionally. But momentum is always going to play a huge role into it. Meaning that if we have momentum, if we are on a roll, if things are just going the way, you know, that we want them to go, then our momentum is going to be running high, which in turn is going to affect our confidence, which is going to affect our body language, the way we speak to people, and just our general, you know, outlook on life, basically. 
But if momentum is going against us, if things are not going our way, then our momentum is going to be running low, which will also affect our body language, our communication, our outlook in life, but of course, in a negative kind of way. Right. And as business owners, we see that's where we see that roller coaster of emotions on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, because suddenly we can be on a high. But then all it takes is like a couple of bad things happening in a row that then suddenly we start second guessing ourselves. All it takes is sometimes maybe us not getting an outcome with a client and the client leaving us. And then maybe, uh, 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 you know, we're trying to book a new evaluation and then they arguing, you know, objecting that we're too expensive for them. And then suddenly, boom, we start second guessing a lot of things that are not even related to any of it. You know, and that's where I, I understand now the difference between self-belief and self-confidence. And looking back at those years when I was 13, 14, 15, 16 years old playing soccer, that it wasn't self-confidence that I was lacking, actually. It was actually self-belief. It was actually self-belief that, that I was going to be able to figure things out. It was actually self-belief that even if I were to make a mistake on the field, that I would still be okay and I'll be able to bounce back from it. Okay, so hopefully you see a little bit of the difference between self-belief and self-confidence. So then the question for me becomes, can we have self-confidence without having self-belief? And in my opinion, the answer is no. We cannot have self-confidence without first believing in ourselves. And that's why self-belief is so important. Because it's got to come first. We first got to believe in ourselves. However, there could be points in time where we still believe in ourselves, but our confidence is running low. You know, when, when we have those, those, those losses, when we have those things that don't go away, it's knowing that, okay, my confidence might be low right now because two, three, four things in a row didn't go as I had planned, but I still have the belief in myself that I can get my way out of it. Right? So you see the difference here. My confidence might be low, but my belief that I can get myself out of this is high. That completely shifts things. But when the confidence gets low and we don't have the belief that we can get ourselves out of the current situation, that's when our mind starts playing trick on us. And that's why for me, it was just very important. And like I said, it took me 20 years to understand the difference between those things. Because too often, I have found that people think they lack belief in themselves, when in reality, they're actually lacking confidence due to external circumstances that are happening in their lives right now. So they have a belief in themselves. But because of different things going on in their lives, both professionally and personally, because we know that you know we can't just completely separate our personal lives from our business, then suddenly we start thinking that those two things are the same, the confidence and the belief. So hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that helps you guys kind of like understand potentially a different way of looking at it that you haven't looked at it before. 
Okay, so then the last part I want to talk about a little bit, how do we work on improving those things? And I'm not saying that, you know, I have the final solution. I'm not even like, you know, I'm not a, a definitely a psychiatrist, a counselor or anything like that. What I do like sharing with you all, it's just my life experience and the things that have worked for me. So for me, I had to really work when I first got out on my own to start my business I've realized that I really needed to work on my self-belief. And that was through personal development. And I just dove deep into all sorts of personal development, books, podcasts, YouTube channels. And I would just listen to all sorts of people and see who I would click with. And the person who I would click with, then they'll be the person who I would start uh, uh, binging some of their content. Right. So it can be people like Tony Robbins, like Brandon Burchard, like uh, Ed Milet, uh, Gary Vanderchuk, like all of those big, big, big names that, you know, you guys might have come across through podcasts, through books, through YouTube channels kind of stuff. Finding someone who vibes with you and just start start there, because when you really look at the overall message that all of those people are trying to get across, there is a lot of overlap between them. So there is no like, oh, this person is better than the other. There's, I think it's more about who you connect with. For me, for me, very early on for the first year of business, that was Brandon Burchard. I was consuming tons of his content. I was listening to every podcast, going back to listen to old podcasts, looking at YouTube channels, read his book, The Motivation Manifesto, which terrific book, highly recommended. Um... And then just kind of like went from there. Okay, and maybe that's someone you vibe with, but maybe someone else. But I feel personal development, if, you, if, you're, if you're lacking self-belief, you got to start there. You got to start figuring it out, like inside of yourself, what is that's going on and then work from there. And then ultimately that personal development should lead into you getting comfortable being who you are with you getting comfortable not caring about what other people think of you. And I feel like once I got to that point, that's when I had the self-belief in myself that I could find the solution to any of the problems that I, 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 I might face it. It was once I got comfortable with who I am in this world, comfortable with my journey, and stopped caring about what other people would think or say about me. So for me, that's what helped with the self-belief. And then with self-confidence, to help on those, I feel it's about momentum. And how can we get momentum going forward? Because like I said, confidence for me is a continuum. Some days, some weeks, we're going to feel it more. Some days you're going to feel it less. You know, so I feel it's important when we are on the low with our self-confidence to start just getting some momentum going, right? So can you do something that would be kind of like an easy task, like a small win, just for you to start feeling a little bit more confident that you can get this going? Because that positive effect on your brain, physiologically speaking, does affect how you look at things. Because now your brain is looking at things from a different perspective because you got a win. You got something positive to work on. And just like you need something positive to get going, I also like never finishing things on a low 
either. Always finish your day. Always try to finish your week. Always try to finish your month. Whatever it may be on a positive as well. And it's not that, it's not that much different when we're, looking with, uh, when we're working with our patients. Especially for you guys canines. I'm, I'm not familiar with equines or... or um, you know, or, or, or other specialties. I work, I work with canines, but with dogs, when we're using positive reinforcement to get them to do this exercise or that exercise, whatever it may be, we never finish on a low, at least we shouldn't. We always want to finish on a good note, on a good repetition. And it's the same thing with us. Try to finish on a good note. And celebrate those wins, no matter how big or small. Sometimes we, we, we tend to celebrate the bigger wins. But how about the small wins? How about the day-to-day wins that you're having? Why don't just take a minute to celebrate that, even if it's just with yourself? Or if you have a colleague who gets you, if you have especially a group of people who are along this journey with you, share with them. You know, I feel like that's very important as well. The other thing that I feel is important for self-confidence is measuring our progress. We can't just take day-to-day, week-to-week without measuring the progress that we're making. Otherwise, that's when we find ourselves on the hamster wheel that I've talked to you guys more than once at this point in time. Because if we're not measuring our progress, then we're always thinking that we're not going anywhere. We're always thinking that, oh, I'm not good enough because I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. And then hopefully you can see how that would affect our confidence. And then, of course, always be careful with what you're talking to yourself. Like positive affirmation, guys. We got to talk to ourselves like you would talk to other people. And I don't remember where it was that I saw this before. Otherwise, I would credit this to, to, to whoever it was. But... I remember reading or listening to someone say before, like, if you talked to other people the way you talk to yourself, how would that come out? Right? So the way we are so hard on ourselves, if we talk that way to other people, how would those people perceive us? Meaning, why are we so hard on ourselves? Right? So find something that helps you with the positive affirmation. It can be maybe just starting, you know, reading like a positive inspirational quote in the morning. Sometimes even just going back. You know what I do sometimes actually? When I'm feeling really low, when I would be feeling really low, I would just go back and read the, the Google reviews that the clients would write about how I helped them and how I helped their pet. And that really helped me. A lot of times that really helped me put into perspective the difference that I was making in people's lives. You know, do whatever you need to do to get you in that positive headspace. I feel that that's very, very, very important. But then the most important thing that you got to do is take the time to re-energize and to reflect on how things are going with you and what you can do to move forward. And it doesn't matter. We're all different. It doesn't matter how you do that. Some, some, some people do this through meditating. Some people do this through driving, actually. Some people do this by hiking, by walking with their dogs, by sitting in silence, running, whatever it may be. But you got to be intentional about 
trying to re-energize yourself and using that time to reflect on what is that it's going on with you and how you can move forward. And for me, it's just very important to do what I encourage my mentees to do, which is blocking off thinking time. And it's about intentionally blocking off your schedule to give yourself the time and the space to think, to reflect, to work through the different scenarios on how you can approach a, 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 a potential solutions to problems that you have going on, either in life or in business. You know, and sometimes the question that I ask myself during those sessions is, what's the number one issue that I'm facing right now? What is the issue that, if solved today, could have a domino-like effect on the rest of my business in life? What are the blind spots, potentially, that I'm not seeing? What are potential other solutions to my problems that I haven't considered simply because I haven't stopped to think and reflect. And that goes along with what we talked about before. Like when we get so caught up as business owners on the hamster wheel of just go, 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 we're not doing this. We're not stopping and reflecting. And then if we're not stopping and reflecting, how do we expect tomorrow to be any different? How can we expect to keep doing the same thing over and over again but expecting a different outcome out of it, right? So hopefully that's helpful to you guys. And like I said, um, go ahead and, and give it a listen to my interview with Megan Kelly. Hopefully that's helpful as well. But most important, go ahead and check it out the Vet Rehab Summit. Highly, highly recommended. There's going to be uh, six different live lectures that day and then some other pre-recorded webinars and content available. So check out the, the link on the show notes that we're going to post to it. But work on yourself, guys. Figure it out. How can you work on your self-belief? And I promise to you guys, once you start believing more in yourself, then you, you're going to start noticing a big shift in your self-confidence too. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.